We got this, David. 856-49-HOPPY. That's 856-494-6773. You can tweet at me, at Ryan Hoppy Radio, and you can always email me, ryanhoppyradio at gmail.com. David, I've noticed this trend recently. It's cracking me up. I don't know if you notice, whenever a girl tells you that she doesn't sleep around, whenever a girl tells you, blah, 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 I'm not into one-night stands, I'm not into Netflix and chill, she's pretty much saying... I have a past of it and I am trying not to do it anymore. But if it's done correctly and you seduce me correctly, I'll do it tonight. I mean, yeah, it all depends, right? Yeah. I'm just saying uh, if they're, if they're into you, if they're into you, there is no, no. How do you know? I mean, obviously, you know, when a girl's into you, but like, what is the David Pezaway? Like when you're talking to a girl and you're hanging out, when do you go? Oh, I got this in the bag. I don't know. Usually, uh, get a little touchy feely a little bit, a little flirtatious. They start flirtatious, a little tickly up the back a little, Yeah, you know, the back of the head, you know, that's a good feeling. You're laughing, drinking, having a good time. I had that on Saturday. I went to a Tampa Bay Lightning game and I was in the suite. You make naughty jokes. It, it begins classy and then by the end of the night, it's naughty. Yeah. just In, in the jokes. beginning of the night, you're all corporate and chill. Not corporate, but it's very professional. Respectful. And yeah. at the end of the night, you're just giving the courtly. 110%. Giving them the courtly. So I had this realization recently that I think... That if you go into a marketing scam, you deserve everything that's given to you. You agree? If you go into a Ponzi scheme or a pyramid scheme or whatnot, I don't feel bad for you at all. I think you're an idiot. You agree, David? Yeah, like, I if you really so. think you're going to get away with it, I mean, that's how Al Capone got brought down. Al Capone didn't get brought down because of all his awful crimes. It's because of tax evasion. And I love these famous celebrities, David, that think they're going to get away with it. I don't know what the hell they're thinking. Why, who just did a Ponzi scheme? Do you hear about DJ Envy? Who? The guy from the Breakfast Club. It's in 100 cities. Oh. The pretty big radio show. Oh, yeah. He's in a little bit of trouble. That guy. Personality. DJ Envy denying any involvement in a real, alleged real estate scam. Envy has not been charged, but his longtime business partner, often promoted on Envy Show with Charlemagne the God, The Breakfast Club, facing charges of swindling investors out of millions of dollars. 
This morning, hugely popular radio show host, DJ Envy, facing... I mean, he is very popular and they have millions of listeners, but it feels like the reporter's kind of kissing their ass, like, hugely popular. They're so popular, David. You're so popular, I could care less. DJ Envy, I'm from New York, y'all. Scrutiny. It all starts with credit, right? Over his credit. connection to a business associate who was arrested by federal agents for his involvement in an alleged real estate Ponzi scheme. Caesar Pena, charged with wire fraud, was often featured on the massively successful syndicated radio show, The Breakfast Club. Envy, who says he never made any money investing in real estate in the business venture, maintains his innocence and has not been charged. I love him saying he's not made any money. That doesn't mean you weren't involved in it. You just have been breaking even. Did he say that? We were about to listen to him talk. Yeah, we will. Right here stole anything from anybody and I'll just leave it at that. The well-known DJ whose real name is uh, Rashawn Casey often advertised his real estate right? business with Pena. Also I would call myself Rashad Casey too if, or I would call myself DJ Envy if that was my name Rashad Casey. Y'all listen I didn't steal no money from nobody in fact I'm more broke than anybody alright come come check out my 15 kids mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. known online as Flipping NJ on the iHeart radio show that's said to reach over 4 million listeners on nearly 100 stations across the country. We're here in uh, one of the properties that we own. Here's one of the properties where we're taking people's money. This is my property. What is, that? what is that? I like your voice. Keep going with it. What is that, a brothel? <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, this is one of my properties. I got, I got, I got about 100 rooms in here and uh, after midnight, you know, the cost gonna go up a little bit because it comes with a little bit of action. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> This is uh, 24 units. Yeah, 24 units, six storefronts. Storefronts. And we just want to go over some of the things with rentals. According to court documents, federal agents allege that Pena used DJ Envy's fame to conduct real estate seminars around the country and promote real estate enterprises linked to Pena. He also very uh, aggressively and vocally promoted Mr. Pena as his business partner on social media. Court documents describing Pena as far back as 2017, accepting money from investors for the alleged purchase, remodel, and sale of specific real estate projects, often promising 20 to 45% returns on investments within five months. But within five months? You have to be an idiot if you're going through that and you think you're gonna get the investment back or whatever in five months, that is so quick. That's between the time of May and now. Like, I, I listen. You're going to get your investment back in four or five months. Where do they come up with this crap? Well, here's the thing, too, because they're lying. Here's the thing. Of course they're lying. But here's the thing. It's like, I feel bad for the people that get swindled and get fucked over by this. But they're also pretty gullible. Like, a lot of times with Bernie Madoff and all these people, it seems like they're from New York City for some reason. It's very weird, David. I don't, I don't get this whole... These people fall for it. They must just be really good con men. I don't know. Ponzi was from New York. So was Bernie Madoff. D Bernie Madoff, isn't he dead now? I don't know. Is he? Probably. I don't know. That was like forever ago. I know. That's like old news. Here you are bringing Ed. up Al Capone. Yeah, right. We're very relevant here. Yeah, huh. Using new victim investments to pay off prior investors and cover personal expenditures. Oh. In all, defrauding dozens of victims of millions of dollars. That just sounds like a sentence that's going to give you a prison term. Yeah, I just trying to. I was just trying to rob 
Peter to pay Paul. You know what I'm saying? That's how we do here. You know, I make any money because all I was trying to do was pay off the other investors mm-hmm. with the new investors. Yeah. DJ Envy's it's attorney insisting the radio host did nothing wrong. I would love for once when all these celebrities get caught for them to go, no, nah, we did it. Uh, sorry. Because of course they're going to say they're innocent. What are they going to say? They, they did it. You know, like, come on now. Come on now. What are you going to say? Yeah, of course I did it. I took all that money. Mm-hmm. I made it all for my friends. Yeah. We got real rich. Yeah. And then I, then I did tax evasion. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's all the combination to go to prison. Jay Envy is a victim, uh, just like the others. And he's actually a double victim because now there's a bunch of false reporting. Uh, and again, uh, you oh, know, an element of sensationalism uh, that's attached to this simply because of his celebrity figure. DJ Envy claiming he never made any money from the business venture. I didn't see a dollar of return. I do nothing but try to uplift people. And sh- a dollar, y'all. A dollar. I didn't get a dollar. You know how much a dollar is worth nowadays? It ain't worth nothing. I didn't get any of them. Mm-hmm. Show people a different way through the business mind. So DJ Envy has faced lots of questions in recent months about the real estate business. Earlier this month, in that clip you just saw, speaking out on The Breakfast Club, he said against his lawyer's advice, saying if Pena stole any money, he was unaware and reiterating that he, too, lost money. As for Pena, he's entered a not guilty plea. Yeah, what's he going to do? Oh, yeah, take me in. I'm guilty. I didn't make any money. You can tell this news reporter was a big fan, by the way, just the way she was reporting it. Great investment. I didn't make any money. Good job. 856 49 This next headline to me, um, do you find female comedians funny or I mean uh, hot and funny? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. How many comedians are hot? Um, Whitney Cummings isn't bad looking, but she seems obnoxious. I don't know. I don't think there are any of them. Yeah, I'm good. Is that your I phone? love getting a phone call. I'm sorry. Please tell me. It's, I patch him in. Yeah. Is no. it anybody, this is young anybody woman was doing a podcast when shots rang out and she ducked for cover. Here's what happened. What? A shocking moment is about to unfold live on a podcast. The host, a stand-up comic, is wearing glittery devil horns. She's wrapping up her show. Suddenly, gunshots. Then more. A barrage sends her ducking under the desk. Let me I see. Feel, what are you doing? I feel like even with this going on, I feel like she probably low-key was like... Yeah, why is she wearing a devil outfit? Yeah, she's a little kinky. I feel like even though That's this was... Funny. I feel like even though this was going on, I feel like she probably was a little grateful, you know, that like this is going to make her go viral. Like, who was talking about her before? You know what I'm saying? Is that why she used her stupid chair to like pretending to like block? Yeah. I mean, look, she's on camera. I'm like, maybe right, was it a car the, backfiring? I'd nope. Be on the floor. Nope. And then I went, okay. 30 year old Keanu Thompson stayed down, not knowing if the bullets were coming her way. I'm not sure what's happening. You can hear a woman scream. Oh my God. That sounds legit. Where is that from? NYC. Oh, of course. Hey, yo, come, come to NYC. Get get into a Ponzi scheme and get shot at. <laughs> That's the new Frank Sinatra song. Uh, there's a Ponzi scheme <laughs> along the way. Come get some gunshots. What the fuck was that? A rifle? 
I mean, I mean yeah, let me go back. Like, it sounded like there was like a fucking hunting rifle. What the fuck? Hey. 30-year-old Keanu Thompson stayed down, not knowing if the yeah, bullets were coming down. her way. Uh, I'm not sure what's happening. You can hear a woman scream. <laughs> with all the, with all these sounds, I thought it was Baltimore. Yeah, that's a hell of a microphone she's got there. What, what the hell is she using? Like a omnidirectional? Nobody knows I As the podcaster hid under the desk, she called a friend who was inside the bar. I'm terrified. What the <gasps> Unsure what to do, at one point, she uses a chair as a shield. Do you see anybody out there? Yeah, five minutes. No, I really out. saw nothing. Um, What's up, David? Five minutes after the gunshots rang out, she decided to hide behind her chair. Well, wouldn't you be fine if you just lay on the ground? I don't know. I'd probably run to my bathroom and fucking... I think I would quit the podcast. That's what I'm saying. She kind of was like, I want to see if I can make this go viral. Because I would hide in my bathroom, like you said. Uh, Yeah, yeah. When things are just running. I mean, are you going to like take the time to stop your recording? No. Like, hang on, let me stop this real quick and, and let me away. edit it. And let me go on Adobe and let me do this. Yeah, you know, that. Next thing, she's kind of cute though. I don't yeah, know. She is cute. Let me see what her name is. Uh, Kena Thompson. I bet she, she's not funny though. I don't know. Other than the screaming and the police. When the smoke settled, the flustered stand-up comic lit a cigarette and breathed a deep sigh of relief. I just hope everybody's all right. Deep sigh of Cops say the gunfire happened after two couples got into a fight. So far, no arrests have been made. Oh my God! Did she's just, not. Did he just say that was a lover's um, quarrel? Yeah, right. <laughs> it's two couples who got into a fight. Yes. Eight five six forty nine hot It's eight five six four nine four six seven seven three. You can tweet at me at Ryan Hoppy Radio. Um, David, you obviously microdose, correct? Um, maybe, maybe, maybe not. Maybe <clears throat> you never know. Well, David. Would you fly an airplane while on shrooms? Would you do that? I mean, oh man, imagine driving on shrooms. Yeah. Flying an airplane's way worse. Flying airplane's frightening. Fucking <laughs> being on an airplane is frightening sometimes. Oh, to the man. off-duty pilot accused of te- trying to take down a passenger plane. He appeared in court where we learned new details about the terrifying incident. Our transportation correspondent, Gio Benitez, has the latest. I love how he talks. Transportation. I love Michael Strahan, you know? <laughs> it's, it's just rapping as he's given, like, news. Yeah, I mean, listen to this right here court where we learn new details about the terrifying incident. incident. Our transportation correspondent, Gio Benitez, has the latest. It's that list. This morning, new video showing the moment an off-duty pilot was arrested after allegedly trying to take down a passenger plane with 84 people on board. Emerson versus Joseph. Joseph David Emerson appearing in court Tuesday to face... He just looks mentally ill. I know this is a visual, but he just looks like someone that, even if he wasn't on shrooms, should not be flying an airplane. Why is he shaved bald? (laughs) He looks like... I don't know. He looks like a racist person, like a skinhead or something. Right? He looks like he belongs to like Kiev, like the Kiev military. Yeah, right. Here we go. Charges <laughs> looking emotional. Enter not guilty plea on all counts. As we learned, he allegedly told investigators he had taken psychedelic mushrooms for the first time some 48 hours before the incident and thought he was having a nervous breakdown after going without sleep for 40 hours. Oh, my God. Oh, that's good. What a combination of success. First of all, you're on shrooms. Then you haven't slept in two days. And then you're like, I'm going to fly a fucking airplane. 
What a good guy. He makes all <laughs> mentally ill people look like pieces of shit. Yeah, why mushrooms though? Like, yeah, I all of a sudden he's like, I'm freaking out, man. Well, it's one of those things where you gotta be in the right headspace to take shrooms. And sometimes even if you're in the wrong headspace, it heals you. Like I was taking it since August and it's really helped me. But there's times, man, you just begin crying. Like, your ego gets shattered on shrooms. So I can't imagine flying an airplane after being up for two days. Oh, man. First of all, if you're up for two days, why the fuck are you doing shrooms? You should be doing, like, cocaine or something. You should be sleeping. <laughs> you should be taking melatonin. You should be doing, yeah, you should be sleeping. No, don't be doing cocaine as a pilot. Authorities say Emerson was off-duty, hitching a ride in the cockpit's jump seat Sunday. According to the criminal complaint, the on-duty pilots told police Emerson engaged in casual conversation, but then mid-flight, he threw his headset across the cockpit and announced, I am not okay. Okay, I guess he wasn't flying a plane, but even that, it's like you shouldn't even be there. You know what I mean? You shouldn't be involved. I am not okay. <laughs> this is not okay. There are fucking snakes on the motherfucking plane. I watched that movie on a Netflix and chill night last year. It's a weird movie. Oh, uh, yeah. Of course it is. Snakes on just, a plane. Just, what do you expect? Just the concept and the name of the movie's preposterous. And first of all, okay. I wonder how that got made. Like, I can't yeah, imagine. Like, who the fuck pitched this movie? Was like, all right. So we just get like Samuel L. Jackson, <laughs> and all he does is curse and be pissed about these fucking snakes that are attacking people on, on a, a plane. motherfucking plane. On a motherfucking plane. I and, think it did pretty well in the theater too. Man, oh god, I god, I hope this Hollywood strike lasts longer. I think it's over. Is it really? Yeah, it's been God. over like a month or two. No, that's the writer's strike. Isn't it like, aren't the actors on a strike too? Because the actors Oh, yeah. Yeah, the they are. You, you're right about that. They're enough. Yeah. They're the ones that get no attention. Dwayne The Rock Johnson doesn't make enough money on his crappy films that nobody likes. Oh, shut up. Not you, him. You know? It's just irritating. This whole thing's irritating. Uh, by the way, I'm going to tell you right now that we're going to come back and we have much more to get into. Oh, ah! Yeah. <laughs> David, David, let me tell you. Happy hour will be right back. We got that going on. And also, this following segment has been brought to you by the best Kava and Kratom around. If you go to mitra-9.com and at checkout, use keyword hoppy, you can save 20% on the best product around. Why are you sleeping on the couch? Taking a nap. Because the Kratom is making me so groovy, man. It's that Kava, baby. Also, this is being brought to you by... Mitra 9, like I said, go to the uh, checkout and at checkout use keyword hoppy, H-O-P-P-E. This is also being brought to you by DZBZHoney.com. At checkout, use keyword hoppy to save 20% on the best Delta 8 CBD honey around. This is also being brought to you by Astro Bliss Hemp Lemonade, A-S-T-R-O-B-L-E-M-E.com. At checkout, use keyword hoppy to save 10%. Uh-huh. We're going to come back and we're just going to continue this party right after this. Happy hour. Happy hour. And now for something completely different. Call Hoppy now. 856-49-HOPPY. Tweet at him at Ryan Hoppy Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, here it is, the most listened to radio show on the planet. Even the other stations are tuned in too. 
David, are you getting into baseball at all? You know what? I did watch the uh, the, the game seven of the NLCS last night. Just so I could like revel in like all the Philly fans being sad because their team finally got eliminated. What do you think of Philly? I mean, it's nice, I'm sure. But God, they're fucking sports fans. I um, am like on and off talking to this girl who's from there. Uh, we hung out on Friday and... If they're from Philly, they're going to let you know they're from Philly. Oh, she let me know she's from Philly. Oh, they always do. And how great it is and we're not all that bad. Yeah, so why are they living in Florida? Yeah, go back to Philly. I love that about Philly people and NYC and you know, Chicago. Like so great, but I can't live in Philly. Same thing with people from Chicago or New York City. I love Chicago or St. Louis. I got to tell you about this thing I'm in. Okay. So a year ago, one of my friends with benefits was from St. Louis and she was going to try to help me get this sponsor being this pizza company. So she invited me into this group of people from St. Louis. So I'm in this group, even though I'm not from St. Louis, and there's like 50,000 people in there. And let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's quite hilarious. So there's this thing called Emo's Pizza, I-M-O-S Pizza. And this pizza company is like the, it's like how there's the slices of pizza in NYC, or there's the deep dish in Chicago. Emo's Pizza is the St. Louis pizza. And Emo's Pizza, you can now get a frozen pizza of it at Winn-Dixie for $9.00. And everybody's going crazy from St. Louis and hoarding it because a lot of them moved down here. And there's like arguments where people will take a picture and they bought like 10 emails pizzas, which is like $90. And then all these other people are like, what the fuck are you doing? I want that emails pizza. What? What? Where is this happening? This is happening here in Florida because it's at Winn-Dixie and all these St. Louis transplants. Oh, for fuck's sake. I'm like, again, if it was so great in St. Louis, you should go back. It wasn't like there was a riot there nine years ago that began the whole riots. You ever been to St. Louis, David? You ever hung out in St. Louis? You ever? Nope. I've never been to St. Louis. You're not missing much. It's just the Midwest. That's why I haven't really gone there. So you have the Arizona Diamondbacks in the World Series, and you also have this team. To the World Series getting set, the Texas Rangers. Sorry, Michael. Are moving on after beating the Astros in Game 7 at tonight. I don't like cheaters, but I also, I also don't care. But I really don't like the Astros. I just don't think it's a likable team. And I was glad they lost, David. And um, I'm not even in. I'm not even that much into baseball. Me too. I was so satisfied when they lost too. I was like, oh, thank God. Uh, so finally, two new teams. We get the Rangers, and uh, we get the Diamondbacks. I don't think the ratings are going to be that good. Yeah, I know. They don't, uh, have, they don't have they don't have Kurt Schilling and Randy Johnson this time. So no, they don't. You don't have uh, Randy Johnson throwing a baseball at a bird. That was, a, I mean, still the greatest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Crazy. Um, by the way, this video is from two days ago. We all know that the uh, Diamondbacks are in the World Series. So if this video goes over, waiting to find out who it is, we know. We got it. Here we go. And out who they will face, Will. Got all that action for us? I do, Robin. Good morning. It is just the fourth time in nearly 40 years that both league championship series have gone to seven games. The Rangers are World Series bound. There's another game seven tonight. Diamondbacks. This morning, the Texas Rangers are waking up American League champions, beating the Houston Astros to punch their ticket to their first World Series since 2011. Yes. High fly ball, deep right field, a bomb in the first! The Lone Star State battle coming down to a Game 7, but Houston fans recognizing they had a problem right off the bat. Oh, God, I'm so 
sick of hearing that one liner. Uh, the Texans, or not the Texans, right the, off the, the bat. The Texas Rangers in the early 2010s was a fun team. Remember that? When they were good with, what's his name, Josh Hamilton? I remember I was oh, watching yeah. it at my friend's house, and they lost to the Giants. How about when they had A-Rod back in the day? That was a little bit before my time, David. <laughs> I'm so old, I remember when they had Nolan Ryan pitching. I know who he is. I had never watched the I, Nolan Ryan game. Never, he retired when he was like, when he was like eight years old. I was like, oh my god, he's the best pitcher, and so is Roger Clemens. Who is that other guy, Jamie so Moyer? Old. Jamie Moyer played forever. Jamie Moore, yeah, huh? He was around for a minute. I know a little bit of my baseball. Um, by the way, David, this next headline is got to be soul crushing for Pete Davidson. This guys, <laughs> and I. Eighteen. You're like after my last experience, I have age limits. I need just a little bit more age appropriate. Kim Kardashian vows her next boyfriend will be closer to her age after dating Pete Davidson. Yeah, my ball. <laughs> on the latest episode of Hulu's The Kardashians, Kim goes on a soccer trip with her son Saint, his friends, and their moms. I want to make sure each kid gets so much of my attention. When one of Kim's gal pals suggests she might find a love connection with one of the pro players, Kim is quick to shut it down. One of the players is going to come and meet us. I don't know who. Yeah, they'll like, come. There's cute guys. Yeah, there might be some I mean, cute like, Why are you all looking at me? <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's be honest here. She's going to go for a really old, rich guy. I think it's time. I think she's going to go. She's like, she's like, you know what? This money might not last forever. I need to make sure I'm in someone's will. You don't think their money's going to last forever? Uh, you know what? I don't know. The way they shop. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if they've ever shoplifted. What? Like, if they ever, like, pocketed something. Yeah, all the mo fucking money they shouldn't have that they've probably stolen from taking people's dreams and... Yeah, there you go, exactly. <laughs> or all that money she made for that porn. And Paris Hilton made an even better porn. Yeah, that's hers. She, she was so hot back in the We'll day. get to Paris Hilton and her kid's big head in a second, but back to this clip. I'm saying I have age limits, guys. And I'm 18? You're like, after my last experience, I have age limits. So Pete Davidson says he'll never make fun of Kim Kardashian because he loves her forever. And then you have her making fun of him. I mean, that's got to be soul crushing. I mean, is it really? Yeah, he he seems like a very emotional guy. I mean, I'd probably be like, well, at least I got pictures. Yeah, right. I need just a little bit more age appropriate. Yeah. I need like 40s. Really? Yeah. Well, Kim's last experience in the dating world was with Pete, who was 28 when they met on the set of Saturday Night Live in 2021. I mean, I like you just the way you are. <laughs> now, are you going to kiss me or not? I sure am, Jasmine. During that Aladdin and Jasmine skit where her boobs are about to pop out and they're on the flying little rug and he's dressed up as Aladdin, I knew they were so banging. It was that's, that's so she, obvious. That's when she knew. She was like... I am going to destroy his fucking missile. I am just going to crush his dreams, too. I'm <laughs> crush his soul. The two dated Take for nine like months. I, took Kanye's. I love that he's kind yeah. and really, really thoughtful. Blah, blah, blah. And I love the chemistry that Kim and him have. Blah, 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 blah. God. Together. It's really sweet. I thought you said the chemistry. I was like, <laughs> okay. Chemistry. chemistry. That's, chemistry. Uh, that's <laughs> those cackling hens trying to be funny. Oh, God, Jesus. Just shut the fuck up. <laughs> Uh, you don't find that irritating? You don't think they're being annoying? You actually like that? I wish if any if Hamas would attack anybody, I wish it would be them. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck.
I am out of radio right now, so I don't mind that joke being here. You know, <laughs> I'm just kidding. We totally get it. Uh, David, do you pay for Netflix? What? Do you pay for Netflix? Uh, is this a true question? Does Does anybody actually pay for Netflix? Well, now they are having the uh, crackdown, which we'll hear right now. Now to Netflix, overnight the streaming giant hiked its prices after cracking down on password sharing. Rebecca Jarvis is here with a look at what this means for the world of streaming. Hey, Rebecca. Hey, George. Yeah, and when many other streamers had hiked prices, Netflix was the holdout, but now they are following suit. That basic plan at Netflix jumps $2 to $12. The premium goes to $23. They're $23 for the premium plan. That used to be like $14. I wouldn't even get Netflix anymore. Fuck it. Their, their shows suck. Their their movies suck. It's everything, all comedians and murder documentaries. Everything they have sucks. All right. So you know what? When they when their shit finally blows up or their stock price crashes, <laughs> they're gonna have to be like, well, we better figure out something real fucking quick because uh, these ridiculous crappy movies we're making isn't helping us. Sorry. Keeping the ad-supported tier at $7. Over the last year, the cost of major ad-free streaming services overall has gone up by about 25%. And part of the objective is to push more cost-conscious consumers to that cheaper ad-supported plan. And that's ironic because that is exactly what TV used to be. So, George, here we are, back to the future. <laughs> I hate that. Like, they're not releasing 14 episodes at once. They're doing it week by week. I'm like, why? Because I get that they're afraid that people will watch watch it in two days and then cancel which is what i was doing but it's so annoying it's like we're going back to 2004 like you have to wait till sunday for the episode to be released on well, any of these platforms guess what i'm just not gonna fucking pay for their crap do you have the um allegedly the like amazon amazon fire stick or whatever yeah why yeah it seems like that's the way to go i mean but that's just all that all that is is a raspberry pi computer that has a bunch of apps on it all you're doing is downloading so then instead of having netflix i have hbo and fucking uh peacock we got the cock yeah i love the cock paramount <laughs> i wouldn't say that out loud i don't anymore. mind anymore it's socially acceptable <laughs> now i love a good peacock love a good cock so Looks like this crack this crackdown of password sharing is paying off. What does it mean for other streamers? Well, it's absolutely paying off for Netflix right now. They added nine million, almost nine million subscribers between July and September because of the crackdown. And analysts believe that other streamers, as a result, are definitely going to follow suit. Uh oh, my friend gives me Hulu and Disney. I refuse to watch commercials. Like that's just like, ugh. I can't think of a more n nauseating experience than watching fucking 30-second commercials about, like, erectile dysfunction or I know. estate planning. Or it's like uh, Jake from State Farm. Or I mean, Geico commercials are okay, but even still. They're not what they were 15 years ago. No, they're not. 856-49-HOPPY. It's 856-494-6773. You can tweet at me, at Ryan Hoppy Radio, and you can always email me, ryanhoppyradio at gmail.com. This is what we call a transition. It is, David. Uh, should we play a song or should we keep talking? I don't know. What kind of song? Uh, I was going to play um, a song from 50 Cent, LL Cool J, Prodigy, Tony Yayo, and uh, G-Rap. That sounds, sounds like a fucking world-class song let's go all right here we go here it is queens on happy hour you know for sure we ain't playing when you hear us saying it's a queen's thing man if you ask 
overset, we claim over hood, we from, we say Queens, Queens, Queens. Now in tune with the sounds of the best niggas that ever do it, and still doing it the best. This is what it sound like over in QU. The projects is haunted houses, real demons and ghouls. You shaking in your shoes, get some henny, light a dust, smoking back to back bogeys. You scared to death, son? Out here is real tough. Niggas will line you up, real sharp like the barber. Get your head cut. I bang bang with the boogie, your blood on my hoodie. You outside stunting with your jewelry, oh goody. It's easy, man. Believe me, man. When I'm hurting the jokes, that I ease the pain. I'm the shittiest nigga. I cut the prettiest nigga from his ear to his chin. I don't care if we was friends. Yeah, I did it back then, and I'll do it again. I catch a flashback on your jack and wait a max ten. Man, take that shit off. You know for sure we ain't playing when you hear us saying it's a queen's thing, man. We claim over who we from We say Queens, Queens, Queens I don't fly like Usher, I don't make no bands I ain't a frontin' ass coward, I don't Rick sound scan I wish Rick and Russell was back, I miss the old Def Jam Cause them new monkeys act like they don't know who I am The promotion and marketing wasn't worth a damn Now they on the balls again, cause 50 my man It's a Queens thing, Doofy, this is how we do We rep a hood, Goofy, how about you? This is L talking, not some Patron and trees Look at the caliber of players that roll with me Now I'm back on top where I'm supposed to be And y'all paying the respect, your niggas older me Queens, nigga You know for sure we ain't playing when you hear us saying It's a Queens thing, man Except we claim over who we from We say Queens, Queens, Queens Queens, Duke, you know what it is, Pop They walk up on you, force you in the rip Barrels poked in your ribs, Pop Glare from a six shot, Bills while in the Hickok Apes with a shaper from C-76 block Queens, home of the gulliest goons Fuzzy the room with 50 caliber gun smoke Mac 1 and 1 toast Back when I slung dope Sling it back, stainless gap Pack the back of the DMC in the run coat Play the PE logo, put in front of the gun scope Queens hear me, boy, boy, bring it here where they slump, folks Desi with a cartridge in, ready on your market spin Boss from the dark, got the hands shaking like Parkinson's, feel me? You know for sure we ain't playing when you hear us saying it's a Queens thing, man Yeah, we claim over who we from, we say Queens, Queens, Queens My C lean back, finger on the trigger Tints on the hoopty, listening to Thriller Mama say, mama saw, oh my goose I got 16 shots in my room, God I put one in your brain, you're my doula I'm in Southside Queens with my Luga I turn your dreams into nightmares like Kruger but I'm not from Elm Street, I'm from God, bro. Yeah! You know for sure we ain't playing when you hear us saying it's a Queens thing, man. Yes, specifically claim over who we from. We say Queens, Queens, Queens. And that was Queens. All right, this following segment is being brought to you by the best barber in all of the Bay Area, Rich Kaylee. Yes, sir, at richkbarber.com over at Salon Loft on Kennedy Boulevard, right next door to McDonald's. If you go there, but you got to sign up ahead of time at richkbarber.com. And if you go there and you tell him I sent you, he will hook you up. This is also being brought to you by Amir Academy of Martial Arts at amiracademy.com. Go there. He's got women's self-defense classes, MMA classes, all the classes you could ever need for all the info. Amiracademy.com. All right. 
We got about 25 minutes left, maybe 10 minutes, maybe 15. We'll see how much longer we go on this riveting, award-winning, yeah. amazing... What? Nothing. What? See how much bull crap we have to talk about. I know, right? Happy hour. Happy hour. And now for something completely different. Call Hoppy now. 856-49-HOPPY. Tweet at him at Ryan Hoppy Radio or chat him live via the Hoppy Radio app. Ladies and gentlemen, here it is. The most listened to radio show on the planet that the other stations are tuned in to. out of dozens of states suing the parent company of Facebook and Instagram claim, claiming features on the social media sites are harming the mental health of children and teenagers. Chief Business Correspondent Rebecca Jarvis is here now with more. Good morning. I mean, listen, social media is addicting, but it, if you're saying that it's addicting the kids, why aren't you talking to the parents and telling them why are you letting them on it all day? I don't know what can what can what can parents really do aside from like get rid of all the technology in the house. And I think I'm not a well, obviously I'm not a parent, but I think it's an easy escape to give them the iPhone because it shuts them up. Well, I mean, I see <clears throat> I see my cousin the way he raises his uh, his children, and they literally are on an iPad all fucking day long. After like, it's probably easy because it keeps them occupied. Yeah, it keeps them occupied. They're playing games and stuff like that. But I guess it's like, is it giving them? Is it giving them real world experience? No, it's not. So but like, I see why if you're a millennial parent and you're just getting by, how it's easy. Yeah, it keeps them keeps them occupied. But like, I don't know. When I was a kid, I went out and adventured, and you know. Yeah, he did. What was the greatest adventure you ever went on? I don't know. When I used to go, there used to be like this wooded area down by my house. I used, mm-hmm. to, ride, used to ride my bike over there and explore that. Yeah. There was like cool things to find. There was like a tire swing and a bunch of farm with some goats and stuff like that. I would always like to go through the woods. And my like good memories are smoking there. weed in the woods. Yeah, exactly. It was always fun going camping and you would kind of like build a spot in the woods i remember we had a spot where we had like a few like uh lawn chairs and that and we would like make it our little hut i miss those days those are great just go hide in the woods maybe you see a deer or something like that my life flashing before my eyes that was 15 years ago man crazy i don't know but then <clears throat> yeah because then i remember when i got a computer shit i think i, <clears throat> I got cable internet for the first time in 2000 and i literally spent my entire summer like at the computer pretty much what are you doing, doing on a computer 23 years ago? I don't know. I was trying to hack other people's computers and learn programming and nerd shit. I feel like you went from being a nerd to being a boss. Nah, it's okay. Ain't no boss. Uh, no, you're, you're, you are your own boss, David. My own boss. We just, we just try to live in the moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Rebecca. Good morning to you, Robin. This could have really far-reaching implications. Analysts are saying it could be social media's big tobacco moment. 42 bipartisan attorneys general alleging Instagram and Facebook are harmful to young people and need to change their policies now. What are they going to do? This morning, a bipartisan group of 42 attorneys general suing Meta, alleging the social media giant intentionally misled the public about the dangers Facebook and Instagram pose to young users and their mental health. I feel like once a year, there is a lawsuit that goes out that is like just common sense. Like, don't let your kids on social media. 
And I feel like it's a cash grab because there's like probably ways that they are luring kids. How are you going to stop teenagers from going on social media? I know, especially now. Right? The second you give them a phone, it's over. Mm -hmm. How are you going to control? You've been looking at What's up? How are you going to control everything they do? I know, right? Right. This for over two years. And our conclusion is clear. These platforms, Instagram and Facebook, are currently working in ways that harm young people. We need them to change. The lawsuits alleging Instagram and Facebook specifically target children with ads like these appealing to younger users and that the platforms promote compulsive and addictive use with notifications like this one, pressuring users to turn notifications back on even after they've opted out. This this are is the most wussification of America I've ever heard. Are you sure you don't want notifications on? I'm so oh, triggered. Oh God. oh, God. I can't say no. Oh, jeez. <laughs> uh, we're done. This society is done. We're so screwed. And this is the news going on in America while everything's going on overseas. It's like, we're triggered by Facebook. It's making me depressed. Yeah. Take a clonopin and shut up and work out and realize that it doesn't matter. I'm working on that. <laughs> a big effort to basically get Meta to put kids' health and well-being over profits. Essentially, the states are coming together as advocates for public welfare. As advocates of a way to make money. Also, by the way, uh, of course, social media is not going to be on your side or look out for your mental health. They literally make money by you being on it all day. It's not your friend. You fucking idiots. Oh, it bothers me. They don't care about you. I want to I look at other people's adventures and be sad because I don't have such fun times. Do you ever feel that way? Not really. Your social media game changed over the last five years. Remember two years ago, three years ago, you were angry. <clears throat> no, I just don't even care. Nobody, nobody cares about my opinion. It doesn't even matter. People did kind of care. You would get a reaction. I don't even post anymore because it doesn't even matter. Because I always have. Because then, because then it's just mentally exhausting. I have to argue with some dimwit about stupid shit that that we can't even control anymore. So you know what? That's why I just go out on my jet ski. It's fine. When I when I got something I need to say, I just go out on my jet ski. That's the way to fix all of life's problems. Fix all life's problems. They say money can't buy happiness. Well, it can buy you a jet ski. Hell yeah, dog. Hell yeah. Can't get that? Get a boat. Yeah. Here we go. No! Happy Hot Topic! Again? Paris Hilton's kid has a big-ass head. Finn is in mama bear mode. The first time mom recently clapped back at negative comments about her son, Phoenix. On October 19th, Paris posted an adorable photo of herself holding her nine-month-old baby boy on her lap. My precious angel baby Phoenix's first time in New York City, she wrote alongside the photo. Haters flooded the comments with criticism about the little one. And Paris- What is there to criticize? The kid's got a big head. Oh, sorry, your man's sperm created a big head. I don't- that's a weird thing. It's a fucking baby. All babies have big heads. First of all, let's talk about her hair. What is going on there? It's like, because she's got like this little dirty blonde thing. God, she's looking hotter as she's gotten older, doesn't she? Yeah, she looks less skanky. <laughs> it's because she's got the MILF look now. Yeah, she's got that, she's got that MILF look. She she's put, not. She put on a couple pounds over there. And she's not like doing lines of coke yeah. in uh, Hollywood Boulevard. She's doing it in the playpen. Yeah. <laughs> 
breastfeeding the baby. Yeah. Harris posted an adorable photo of herself holding her nine-month-old baby boy on her lap. My precious angel baby Phoenix's first time in New York City, she wrote alongside the photo. Haters flooded the comments with criticism about the little one, and Paris was not sliving for it. Nope. Living life in the spotlight, comments are inevitable, but targeting my child or anyone else's for that matter is unacceptable. This hurts my heart more deeply than any words can describe. That's what's going to happen when you post on the internet. There yeah, are losers. Don't even post anything. Who cares? It's hurting my heart more than anything. You just gave birth to a kid. Focus on that. Yeah. What are you talking about? Don't post your kid online so then people can attack it. Yeah, like, first of all, those guys are losers for even saying, oh, the baby's getting a big hand. Get the fucking baby, you dumbasses. <laughs> just want to be mean, but whatever. Maybe she's worked hard to cultivate an environment that is all about love, respect, and acceptance. All right, enough of that. What did you say before I played the clip over you? I don't know. Maybe she deserves it. Maybe she don't. You're going to get that when you post it online. Especially when your name is Paris fucking Hilton. Yes. You're going to get all the trolls. 856-494-6773. This next headline, this man needs to just shut up. He's making all men look bad. And that is William Smith. Mm-hmm. It is the best friend I have ever had on this planet. Will Smith is speaking out after Jada Pinkett Smith's explosive revelations about their marriage. The Oscar winner delivered a surprise speech at an event for Jada's upcoming memoir, Worthy, reportedly telling the crowd in her hometown of Baltimore on October 18th that the pair's tumultuous relationship has been a, quote, sloppy public experiment in unconditional love. Maybe a one-sided love. It doesn't seem like she loves him. What the hell? A sloppy one experiment in... And what was that again? Uh, it's a sloppy public experiment in unconditional love. In unconditional love. Really? He is such a wimp, what, bro. Of his unconditional love? Yeah, it's one-sided. Oh, my God. Despite Jada's recent bombshell that the pair has been separated since 2016, however, it seems they remain devoted to one another, as Will went on to declare his commitment to the actress and author while keeping his arm around her on stage. I can... I can't believe they just said she just used the words devoted to each other. They literally, she was talking about in that interview a year ago how she was fucking somebody else. Yeah. That's and then, not devoted. There's a difference between open marriages and then just going out and making it seem like you're married for attention because they've been separated since 2016. So there's two points here. First of all, there was no reason to punch Chris Rock because they're not together. And second of all, I've seen open marriages that kind of work over money. Usually it's radio hosts. But what I'm saying is literally Ooh. you're not even in an open marriage. You're not even in that. She doesn't love you. You're coming off like such a wimp. You Will. are making all men look bad. Will <laughs> is just the king of cucks right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Do show up and love somebody for the rest of your life, even when you don't agree with them. And even when she's getting run through by a bunch of 23-year-olds that were born in the year 2000. Besides that, besides her banging my son's best friend, I love her. You should have you just, should have saw this one coming. Yeah. Should have saw this coming because, you know, he didn't want to, want to swear in any of his rap songs back in the day. And Tupac was like the greatest rapper ever. Right. You suck. Is Tupac the greatest rapper ever? Probably. I think he's better than Biggie. I used to think Biggie was better, but I think Tupac's better. Tupac's real. Biggie... Is like second best. 
Yeah, I don't know. I've you know who I think is a little underrated? Oranges. You know who I think is a little underrated is Nas. I'm, uh, I don't know if he's underrated. But he doesn't get enough credit. I mean, yeah. I mean, I feel like if if he would have died at thirty, he'd get more attention. He's been around too long because he continues to make good music. Nothing you're going to play in a club or here on the radio, but he's like a poet. True. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is the best friend I have ever had on this. You need better friends. He was hanging out with Margot Robbie. Go be her friend. Fucking my best friend, who's burying me publicly. <laughs> what a friend. Plan. And I am going to show up for her and support her for the rest of my life. I swear, I want to cut off my dick because I don't want to have the same body part as him. He makes all men look bad. God, he's... He is so pussified, bro. Oh, Will. That's what what 20 years of being married to Jada will do to your 30 or Robert. How many... Makes you a loser. I don't Just care that he's rich and famous. You're your a loser. Castrates your manhood. Literally. They are literally castrated. I mean, this guy right here. Will and Jada tied the knot in 1997 and shared. They've been together for 26 years? 1997. That was like Independence Day. Literally. Not just that. But or Tupac died life. in 95. So he was like the, or not, it was like 95, right? Not, not 94. I thought it was like 96. So then he was, that even proves my point more than I'm about to say. He literally was the rebound. She went from the greatest rapper ever to a cornball. <laughs> he was the rebound. Now that Will, I think about it. Will Smith was the rebound. And um, Tupac's up in heaven like, ah, oh, it's your problem, bud. Happy hour. Happy hour. Alright, we're gonna come back and we're gonna wrap this show up. I think a lot of people that are rappers or NBA players should probably wrap it up and not finish. But um we're gonna wrap it up as well here. We're gonna wrap it up like when you get with cougars. Hell yeah. Do I wrap it up with cougars? Eight five six forty nine hoppy. It's eight five six four nine four six seven seven three. You can tweet at me at Ryan Hoppy Radio and you can always email me, Ryan Hoppy Radio at gmail.com. All right. Here is a song from 2008. It was only popular in Chicago. It's called If Rap Don't Work. It's by the LEP Bogus Boys. And the concept of the song is we began by making crack off the stove. And if rap don't work, we're going to go back to this. And unfortunately, that fair. was what they had to do. Sounds fair. Mm-hmm. Let's go, man. Plan, This is absolutely god awful. Doing for I even knew how to rap. Follow you round, find out where you had it at. Okay, okay. Is that Tony Yayo? It's the Aldi's version. Whoever you club with, try to tax me, I get on some stick up shit. 
Say it's a gold, run in your crib, lay you on the floor, put the pole in your wheel, like you know what you see. These guys look like they can't even afford the music video. Quick, catch a hole in your face. Do you like my fake chain? Like, he didn't even bother, like, change his clothes. He's wearing, like, the same life beater throughout the entire fucking music video. What I happen if this rapping shit don't work out for you? Rap don't work. It's back to the block. I'm in the kitchen, in the kitchen, nigga, cooking the rocks. Oh, shit. We're like the viewers of Bloodheaded Podcast. Now, what it do? What it do? We ready to rock. Who's this fat guy? Jesus Christ! They always have the, they always have to have like the one where it's like, yeah, I'm the badass, and then this is like the big fluffy badass. God, this production quality is just so bad. It's so 08. It's money like the It's worse than that. If you got it, and I'm feeling like I want it bad. I stick his ass up fast for that little cash. Give it up. You want it? Gotta get them ad libs in there. The more mix you hit it with, the quicker it melts. I'm in the telly with some baggies in the digital. I'm just waiting for the guns to come up. Mixing up the chemicals, yeah. If rap don't work, a nigga still gotta eat. You wanna be big, Ruger, keep a lot of heat, yeah. Keeping my baby mama, keep it in the baby seat. Show money, blow money, yeah, of the week. Rap don't work, I'm in the kitchen, in the kitchen, they the cook in the rocks. We make it pop. I'm telling you, I'm think, I think they're talking about Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> if rap don't work, if rap don't work, we just gonna start our own. We gonna start our own restaurant. See, it's very, very um, Fam, family, it's very, family friendly. Yeah, it's very family oriented. <laughs> Yeah, we just gonna start a pizza shop. Uh huh. We doing do it on the block. If this rap shit don't work, it's gonna be yeah, pop pop. Rap don't work. It's back. Pop pop is the official sound effect of Chicago. Yeah, it's exactly. That's that's what happens when you go to a gas station. If rapping don't work for you. What you gonna do? Back to the block, baby. I'm going back to the block. We gonna make pizza in the shop. See, so right, enough the of that. Is the brats the blunts they're smoking? You made me hate the song. I love this song. Oh my gosh! Of course you would like that song. It reminds me of my childhood. They used to play that on the radio. They used to play that on the radio. Yeah, in Chicago they did. Oh, must be a great place to live. Here's another song, and it's not. Here's another song they used to play on the radio. This is from 06. It's by a guy named Vi. It's called Herda. Oh, Look at this production. Why? So 06. Y'all not tuned something beautiful right here. Yeah, check this is my, a little better. Check out my Escalade. Do you have one of this? He's probably broke now. Being a nice guy, I lead that to them dudes that shoot hoops. I'd rather roll. This is good. This is my favorite song. Uh, look at that Cadillac Deville with the rims. Hell yeah, so 2006. Right. I don't care. I don't care either. How long have we been recording here? 55 fucking minutes. I mean, that's that, that, that's good. We overcame adversity. Why? Do we have anything else to talk about? David? 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 The podcast board turned off earlier. And it hasn't, and turned, it off hasn't turned off. So let's just let's just take this W and get the fuck out of here. Happy hour. Happy hour. Money. And like that, he's gone. Happy hour is now over. Happy hour is now over. Happy hour is now over. It made it.